Hi, welcome back. Michelle Sparks with you. Illuminating anorexia, eating disorders, self and body issues. Today we are on a roll. We are talking about our thinking and how our thinking propels us down a certain direction or if we can tackle it, it can really help us halt the direction of exaggerated or intense feelings that are not helping us and behaviours that are unhelpful. So in the last episode, we spoke about using the ABC framework of the cognitive uh, behavioural approach created by Albert Ellis in the late 50s. Really useful uh, tool um, to use just to help you identify and start to challenge thinking that is not helping you move forward in ways that are helpful and healthy, health promoting. We looked at the situation where you lose control and that could be, you know, breaking your diet, it could be a little binge, it could be a big loss of control. But we looked at what you can do at that point to capture and challenge your thinking in order to reduce or calm some of the intensity out of the feeling arena and also to help you to continue to move forward in healthy ways. In other words, not to revert to disordered eating behaviours such as over-exercise, such as purging, such as compensating, and then going back into further restrictions. Today, I'm going to pick up on another pretty typical example. This comes from me. Um, in the years that I was, oh my goodness, I had moved through the anorexia, I was in the Ednos space, and in fact probably moving into a place of binge eating, I was so not happy with my appearance. And, you know, to be honest, I, because I went from a very low weight to a very high weight in a pretty short period of time, my body was behaving in ways that, um, you know, I had some swelling and it was just awful. I didn't know back then what we know now in terms of just taking a healthy, sustainable approach to weight recovery. And we can get into that in another episode. What I want to do just here, though, is talk about another typical scenario, and it's where you feel awful about the way you look. So, for example, I might have been, the event here was I was getting dressed to go out. I was probably about 18 at the time. And, you know, social activity was really important, social connection, feeling myself to be more than just a body, finding myself to be in that social arena, such an important part of connection. And that eating disordered voice, that critical voice, that judgmental voice that is part of the game can really make you feel or give you such a hard time about how you look and how others perceive you. And it can just, again, it's lying to you. It's, it's ramping up your thinking. You are in an intensified place of emotion and thinking. You're not being rational. hate to say that. I'm not saying that, you know, it's totally understandable what's happening for you. But your thoughts are inflamed. Your emotions are intensified. And your behaviours, your consequent behaviours are not helping you recover your life. So what can you do in that sort of situation? So the example is getting dressed to go out, to be with friends, to be in a broader space than at home, you know, in a way that's not helpful. So, A, getting dressed to go out. 
at sea. My feelings were anxious. I was really stressed. Why? Because I hated the way I looked in everything that I was trying on. And my behaviours, again at point C, were frantically going through my wardrobe, trying on one outfit after the other. There's this berating, critical voice in my head. I think I look disgusting. And now we want to do something. We want to tackle that thinking at point B to help this situation not, instead of spiralling forward into more unhelpful behaviours and feelings, let's see if we can stop at this point, take hold of our thinking, challenge it in the ways we've been talking about, and start to reverse back into a place where we can make a better, more health-promoting, life-affirming decision. So at point B, what I am saying to myself is, I look awful. I can't go out looking like this. So you can hear in that some examples of that problem thinking that I spoke about in one of the other episodes. There's awfulizing, there's labeling, I look awful. There's legalizing, I can't go out looking like this. It's kind of absolutistic, it's rigid, it's legalizing, it's labeling, it's very critical, negative. There's not much room there is there. It's just shut down, shut down, shut down. So let's use the questions. Be specific. What exactly do I mean by this thought? Well, if I was to answer that, I would say I look fat. Everyone will be able to see what a failure I am. So that's the thought. Second question. Is this really true? What is the evidence I have for or against this? And my answer? I definitely feel fat and I don't like the way I look in anything. But it doesn't really make sense to think that I look so drastically different than I did 24 hours ago or a week ago. Third question, refocus the direction. Do I hold the same set of rules for other people? No, I don't write people off because of the way they look. So no, I don't hold these same rules and standards for other people. Fourth question, can I create a world of in-between? Does it have to be seen in such a black and white way? My response, people may not notice. And even if they do, it doesn't necessarily mean that they will think that I'm a failure. They may even understand that I'm going through a difficult time. It is quite likely that they will be too absorbed in their own interests to think too much about me anyway. And just an aside here is that people very rarely give you nearly as much attention or thought as you may be thinking. And they could be much more compassionate than you are suspecting. That's just an aside. Coming back to the questions. Five, put it back into perspective. Is it as bad as it seems? My response I really don't like looking this way. And I think just to say here, it's really important that you can be honest with how you feel, what you think. Be honest because to deny your reality is not going to help you. So listen to what I'm saying. I really don't like looking this way. But if I don't go out, I close the door on the possibility that I could have a good time. And I'm much more likely to stay at home feeling depressed and overeating, comfort eating, binging. So, six, is there another way 
if I put that all together, is there another way I could look at this that would make me feel and behave in a better way? Okay, so my response. There's a lot more to me than my appearance. My critic would love me to stay at home beating up on myself and feeling worse. It would be better for me to go out, make the best of my appearance and focus on my other qualities, including being a friend. So that's how I have written up that particular example. And you know, this, like anything, learning to capture and challenge your thinking is a skill. It is something that will improve over time. And the more specific you can be with your thinking, the more you can practice this. I encourage you so much to practice this. In fact, what I would suggest to you between now and the next time I speak to you is that you think about the last time you were feeling anxious. And I want you to use the ABC to ask yourself, what was the situation? Just at least get an understanding. What was the situation? What were your feelings? Okay, we've established that you're anxious. Is there anything else going on there? What are you doing? Also at point C, what are the behaviours? What what are you doing? What are your actions? What would people see that you are doing? Are you frantically doing this? Are you pacing up and down? Are you what are you doing? And B, start to ask yourself, what am I saying to myself? And then start to use the questions. Is what I'm thinking really true? evidence for or against but if you want to break it down further using those other questions which I think are brilliant from Gillian Ball psychologist Australian psychologist they are be specific what exactly do I mean by this thought another one do I hold the same set of rules for other people three does it have to be seen in a black and white way can I create a world of in-betweens five I've lost count Put it back into perspective. Is it as bad as it seems? And finally, put it all together and reconsider. Is there another way I can look at this that will make me feel and behave in ways that are better, more healthy, more life-affirming and health-promoting? They're my terms. I love health-promoting, life-affirming. That is the exact opposite of what an eating disorder behavior does to you. It leads you to life-consuming and health-destructive behavior. So until next time, I'd love your feedback. I'd love to know how you go with that. And I will be back with more in the next episode. Please subscribe, rate, review. Let others who could benefit from this podcast know about it. And until next time, travel well. 